0: We commence today's show with award-winning investigative journalist, talk show host, best-selling author, and more, Geraldo Rivera. Geraldo, good to have you back, my friend. How are you, sir? Morning,
1: Travis. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing well, man. Good to hear your voice once again. In his 1975 uh, late-night talk show, Good Night, America, Geraldo hosted an episode entitled... Who Really Killed JFK? So JFK killed 1963, 60 years ago today. But new evidence uh, continues to come out after that assassination. And in 1975, again, on his late night talk show, Good Night, America, Geraldo, uh, again, uh, featured an episode called Who Really Killed JFK? I want to play two clips from G's show that night before we commence our conversation with him. Miles, play the first clip.
2: It's become very chic among uh, television producers to uh, put a disclaimer at the head uh, of any film. The film you're about to see might be shocking, it might be horrifying, you might not want your, your kids to watch it. And I think the uh, unfortunate net effect of that is to make more people watch it. Well, I'm telling you right straight out that if you are at all sensitive, uh, if you're at all queasy, uh, then don't watch this film. Just put on the, uh, the late night movie, uh, because this is uh, very heavy. It's the film shot by the Dallas dress manufacturer, Abraham uh, Zapruda, uh, and it's the execution of President Kennedy.
0: So Geraldo breaks this footage uh, known as the Zapruda film to the nation. Uh, In 1975 on his late night show, Good Night, America. That's the first clip. Uh, The second clip I want to play is Geraldo introducing one of his special guests that night, um, who was seated alongside another special guest named Dick Gregory. I'll let Geraldo tell the story of how he and Dick Gregory got together. But here's clip number two of Geraldo uh, introducing uh, his other guests that evening.
2: I want to introduce uh, another guest we have Robert Groden who was celebrating his 18th birthday on the 22nd of November in 1963 he was profoundly touched by the president's death and he desperately wanted to understand how it could have happened. For two years, he, like most Americans, believed in the official version, the Warren Commission version of what happened, but the day he first saw that 8mm Zapruder film, that amateur film that was made, that was the day he stopped believing. Uh, Robert, welcome, and I wish you could set up the Zapruder film a bit for us, and we'll get right into it. Okay. Uh, Abraham Zapruder was a Dallas dress manufacturer, and it was pure Accident that he brought the camera with him that day. He almost didn't. And he was looking for a good vantage point and he picked a point on Elm Street in Dilly Plaza in downtown Dallas. As the motorcade passed in front of him, he got what is frame for frame the most valuable historical document of all time.
0: Geraldo's vast and amazing body of work never ceases to amaze me. But now that we've set the frame for this conversation 60 years after the assassination of JFK, when we come forward, we'll commence our conversation with Geraldo Rivera. Helping to make you you the most knowledgeable person in your circle of friends. This is Tavis Smiley. All right, Geraldo Rivera, now that I've set the frame, uh, take me back to 1975 and tell me about that show.
1: Well, I, I, I take you back first to, if I can, uh, Tavis, uh, great to talk to you as always. Uh, take you back first to 1963 sure. when it happened. I was a young transfer student at the University of Arizona. I was in the, uh, the big student center, the student uh, uh, union, and there was a TV there, and everybody in, the, in that crowded room was uh, around that TV watching the 35th president of the United States get killed uh, right in front of us. It was uh, a staggering blow with, uh, any kind of ideali- uh, idealistic notions we had. Everything was put on pause, very dark, very suspicious, very uh, eerie, awful tragedy. And then jump forward to 1975. Uh, through my friendship with Dick Gregory, the comedian and, and musician and uh, conspiracy theorist, I got my hands on a a very valuable, what Dick Gregory calls or Robert Groden, his associate, calls uh, the most important investigative document uh, in the history of the modern world the uh, the eight millimeter film that shows the actual murder of John Kennedy uh, right there right in front of you, undeniably you see uh, the three shots that were fired uh, from uh, Well, from where is in great debate, Mm -hmm. Uh, but three shots, one first one missing, second one hitting uh, John Kennedy in the throat and going on uh, after it uh, hits him in the throat to impact Governor Connolly of Texas who was sitting in front of him in the open air limousine. And then the third shot is uh, the shot that causes gasps uh, from the uh, from the audience. Certainly when I saw it, I. Could not believe it. Uh, The third shot is the one that took off the head Mm -hmm. of John Kennedy, uh, basically uh, uh, blew off half his head. And Jackie Kennedy, the first lady of the United States, sitting alongside him in that open vehicle, you could see her react first to shock. What the hell is this? And then uh, she realizes that someone has just killed her husband. It's a quite quite stunning, as you now
0: know. Yeah, um, you 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 referred to our friend, uh, your friend, and my friend. I, I miss him dearly, uh, Dick Gregory, uh, as a conspiracy theorist, and I, I think that's accurate. Um, uh, there's no question about the fact that Dick had a different way of seeing things, uh, and yet I don't think one has to be a conspiracy theorist to not buy. Uh, what the Warren Commission told us. I've studied this thing over the years. You've talked about it more than I have. Um, so um, you were a student, of course, in 63 when this happened, but as years went by and as you got exposed to this Zapruder film uh, and and broke this to the nation in 1975 on your late-night show, did you start to have doubts about what you'd been told by the Warren Commission?
1: Well, uh, uh, Dick had prepared me, but I see it live with the audience that night on the broadcast and it was so absolutely gut-wrenching it's heartbreaking uh to see it all happen in in real time uh was and you know after now set the stage in 1975 what has happened by Mm that Vietnam has been fought and lost uh uh, Watergate has happened Uh, Nixon has resigned uh Pentagon Papers uh published it's a it's a, the whole the whole nation is suspicious of everything involving uh, intelligence and the CIA and the FBI and uh, the Secret Services and all the rest of it. So we're very, very uh, skeptical uh, America in 1975 when I got the footage uh, from Dick and, and Bob Grodin. Uh, so to put it on where we already suspect the government is involved in, uh, you know, all kinds of things involving Castro and the mob mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of other, uh, you know, uh, shadowy a- aspects of life. Uh, and then to see this and to say, wait a second, that's not what we were told by the official commission. What we were told by the official commission is three shots, single shooter from behind, uh, you know, case closed. But when you see the footage, it opens up uh you know, all kinds of grim uh, and, and terrible possibilities. If there was a second shooter, yep. if it was really a conspiracy, mm-hmm. uh, was it a coup attempt? Uh, what was it? Was it Castro uh, getting back at, uh, at us for the Bay of Pigs? Was it uh, uh, the mob getting back uh, uh, at Kennedy for romancing Marilyn Monroe? Uh, who is also the girlfriend purportedly of uh, one of the uh, mobsters?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, you
1: know, it's it's very layered. Uh, it's very troubling, uh, and uh, you know, uh, I, I could give you the evolution of my thinking on it. But when you hear it, and when you see you see his head seemingly go backward, mm-hmm. uh, in other words, uh, in in response to the shot from the front. Uh, it, it, that's what it looks like. It looks like a shot from the front, at least one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you say, how can you be shot from the front and from the back and still have only one shooter? Uh, you know, so it's, uh, it, it was very, very troubling to me. And it, it, uh, you know, it forced me with my team to read the entire Warren commission line by line, go over every piece of available, available video. And then of course, uh, the Zapruder footage, uh, the dressmaker's eight millimeter film uh, was not seen by the public because it was copyrighted immediately. As Zapruder sold it to Time Life, and uh, they they sat on it. I don't know what they were going to do. They were going to keep it in the presidential library or the national archives, but they were refusing to broadcast it. And I said, "Listen, I've got it. I'm going to broadcast it. Uh, you know, come what may." <laughs> ABC ABC said uh you may air it but you have to know you have to sign a release because if we get sued you're on the hook not us mm. you know so i had to sign away uh my uh my life basically and i aired it anyway cuz my theory then and now and for all time is that uh that footage is not anybody's property that belongs to the American people.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, a, a, is a courageous guy. I, I, he just had a big birthday this summer. His birthday, in fact, is on July 4th. Uh, <laughs> and he, he had a big 80th birthday to which uh, I, I, I attended and had a chance to offer a toast to him at that, at that party. Uh, I love this guy dearly. And I, I've known him for almost 30 of those 80 years. I haven't known him most of his life, but I've known him for almost 30. Uh, as you hear me say, every time he comes on my program, he's the guy that put me on television first, national TV so if you love me, thank Geraldo. If you loathe me, blame Geraldo. But he put me out there. But I've known you for for almost three decades, man. And I just heard something a moment ago that I've never heard before. And this is in some ways, I think, an inside baseball question. But if the audience is as curious as I am, they'll want to hear the answer as well. So I've never known anybody uh, to be more prepared than you. When you come on any program, you study, you prepare. Even in this conversation, you're just breaking stuff down that I hadn't thought about. or considered. you always are prepared for anything you step into. And you apparently chose on that night, uh, based on what you said earlier, to not watch this footage prior to broadcasting it live. You saw it live with the audience. What was that decision about? I'm just curious about that.
1: Well, you know, I I wanted to respond to it in as natural a way as possible. I trusted Dick Gregory. I mean, he and I had had, uh, you know, uh, a, a pretty good, friendship based on, uh, on mutual trust and respect. And, uh, you know, he told me and I said, Oh my God. Okay. Let's, uh, fasten your seatbelts. And I thought if I saw it first and if I knew the ending, you know, it's even like if I had opened Al Capone's vault before we went on. Yeah, TV. <laughs> <laughs> to go from the sublime to the ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah, perhaps you should have in the latter case, but I digress on that point. Yeah, right. I digress <laughs> on that. There, 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 there are many um, who were not around, of course, sixty years ago today when JFK was shot. Uh, but there are many, obviously, who were, including yourself, uh, and those who were around. I've heard many people refer to that moment as the day america lost its innocence is that putting too much on it how how, how do you, how do you how does that statement hit you you've heard it before many times obviously
1: well yeah you had uh, obviously the civil rights movement was really beginning to really uh, percolate but it was still relatively in the hearts and minds and lives of uh, a minority of the majority of americans uh, this this situation uh was so gut wrenching. I mean, it was. It was. It's. It's hard to describe how important this guy was to America at that point. Mm-hmm. The thirty fifth president. I mean, they were Camelot. They were everything beautiful in life. They were uh, elegant. They were inclusive. They were liberal. Uh, you know, he was a war hero. She was uh, the most beautiful woman on earth. Uh, you know, and, and to put it all together, something so mundane, taking a ride uh, in an open air car down the street in America, so traditional, the president waving, uh, Jackie waving. I mean, it was a visit to Dallas, Texas uh, by the uh, by the president. But it was really the beginning of a of his reelection campaign. Yeah. And to, to see it happen there and to see it nipped in the bud, see how a handful of people can alter the course of history. is mm-hmm. quite uh, mm-hmm. eye-opening. Kevin.
0: I asked you about 1975 um, minutes ago, and you said, let me go to 1963 first. And I'm glad you did to tell the story of uh, where you were the day this happened as a student at, uh, in Arizona. Uh, but just very quickly, I want to just, just uh, again, uh, focus even more so on this frame, just to remind people. Because um, you, you did an excellent job earlier of explaining where we were in the country by the time we got to 1975. But let me again go back to 1963 and just point out three things. So people just follow the arc of history, which I find fascinating as a student of history, as are you. So Kennedy is I mean, uh, let me go back to August 28. You mentioned uh, the civil rights movement. And that's what made me think about this. The March on Washington takes place August 28, 1963, after the. the uh, event concludes most of you know they get invited by jfk to the white house at least the men did dr king and the others uh famous photo of them in the white house jfk was scared of what this march was going to turn into national guard all over dc peaceful no arrest he was wrong about that he he watched it on television inside the white house but they go to the white house to see jfk dr king and, and, and the entourage after the event that's august 28 1963 just a few weeks later on September 15, 1963, you get the bombing of the 16th Street Church in Birmingham, or a bombing him, as they called it then, where they killed those four little girls. And then a few weeks later, November 22nd, 63, JFK is assassinated. Just want to put a frame around that. The march is on 28th of August. The girls are killed even after that march. For all that we thought that march did, they killed these girls in this church in September on the 15th, same year. And then a couple months later, November 22nd, uh, JFK is killed uh, in Dallas. Just fascinating, I think, and I want to just share that with you right quick. I got about four minutes left with Geraldo. Let me ask two things right quick. Um, One, um, what do you think that did, uh, that Warren Commission and all the questions that are still being raised 60 years later, um, how did that change people's attitudes about Trusting the government, and of course, we to your point, we just gone through and lost Vietnam. What, what, what how, how would you frame that? How would you, what would you say about the, the, the notion of government trust in that particular era?
1: Oh, I think it was a profound blow to the credibility of the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was. So it, everybody became a so-called conspiracy theorist mm-hmm. everybody was talking about it as if it had just happened and as if it had just happened to your best friend yeah. uh you know it it was you know it is impossible to minimize what a a, a body blow it was uh to uh, to the traditional relationship <clears throat> excuse me,
2: mm-hmm.
1: between citizen and government uh and you know, I, I think that it is incumbent in, in terms of responsibility that I say I was convinced that night sitting there with uh, Bob Groden and uh, Dick Gregory that what I was seeing was the exposing of the lie, the lies being told mm-hmm. me and the American people by our government. Yeah. Uh, I've come over the many years since it's been uh Uh, you know, 50 years, more or less, uh, uh, since I aired that uh, footage, uh, 48 is it? Mm. Uh, I I now believe that if indeed it was something other than we were told that it was, a single shooter, Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, firing three shots from behind, that Somebody would have proven that by now. Mm-hmm. So many good investigators have probed this by now. So many uh, you know, skeptics have gone through it. Uh, the, the Secret Service people uh, involved have written books. Everybody's written a book, the doctor at Parkland Hospital. Everybody's written mm-hmm. books about it. If indeed it was not as, as it, uh, what we were told it was, Mm. Uh, Then I believe somebody would have would have proved it. And no one has, to my satisfaction at all, come close to the strength of the official version that it was indeed this uh, schmucky uh, communist, uh, uh, angry over uh, what we did with Castro in Cuba. Uh, He had just he had just lived in uh, in Moscow. uh, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald married a Russian woman. It was just, uh, you know, as Jeff, as uh, Jacqueline Kennedy said, a silly little communist uh, who did this. Uh, and then he was killed by Jack Ruby on mm-hmm. national television two days later. The guy mm-hmm. that, uh, uh, you know, uh, so that what was that? So, I mean, there's so many reasons to be suspicious. Yeah. But I just think that if we had uh, if there was anything, somebody would have come forward by now.
0: You, you, my friend, have had an amazing career, <laughs> and it never, as I said earlier, it never ceases to amaze me. All the national stories, international stories that you have broken uh, in this amazing career of yours that is no longer uh, on uh, Fox News but ain't over yet. I, I suspect, knowing you as I do, we'll be hearing news pretty soon about the next network you're headed to to continue your work uh, because uh, his energy uh, is uh, is as, as, as fierce uh, as ever. Geraldo, thank you for the time. Once again, I love you. Talk my, to you soon, my friend. My
1: pleasure. All the best
0: to you. More of Tavis Smiley. We'll continue this conversation about uh, the assassination of JFK uh, 60 years ago today. We'll be joined by Boston University professor and author of the book, JFK and His Enemies, Thomas J. Whalen on Tavis Smiley.